Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right, Melissa, I was thinking about happiness. Yeah. And I was wondering if happiness can be learned like any skill. Ha. Huh. I like how you always enter into these experimental conversations through your head. We're talking about a what? feeling. <laughs> well, I've been thinking yeah, because... about this feeling. I've been thinking about exactly. this beingness. <laughs> well, we talk about being happy a lot. I mean, we talk about happiness and like even the past couple episodes, like when we kind of talked about minimalism and how that might bring happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just really thinking about like at its core, like can we create like a skill, which would be kind of like habits and actions yeah. around making us happier? Yes. I think, yes. My answer is emphatically yes, even though I was teasing you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because sometimes I feel like some people are just somehow naturally happier yeah, than others. I think that's right. You true. come across these people who are like, mm -hmm. "Why is that person so happy all yeah, the time?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And is it like a brain wiring thing, or a chemistry thing, or a choice, or is or a choice, or are they actually doing something that causes them to be like that? I say yes <laughs> to all of it. <laughs> I say yes to all of those things. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think this is something that I, it's, it's really interesting because in coaching, I don't really talk about how to be happy with people. That doesn't seem to be a, a topic, but mm -hmm. we are talking about that all the time, really, without using that word. I think it's making a choice on your general, how you are, right? The way that you look at things. Yeah. Or like, uh, more like life satisfaction yeah, or something like that. Mm -hmm. More like a, it's a little deeper than just happiness is yeah. what you're saying. Well, and but I think happiness is the core, but I think that we don't associate happy so many times. We associate things like I will, I'll be better if, you know, mm. rather than a state of being and making decisions constantly and improving the decision-making process so that you are happier more consistently without trying. I think there are some people who are just generally Eeyores. You know, you've heard that phrase, like the, uh -huh. like the, the Winnie the Pooh donkey that, that was always sort of, oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? a general state of general, melancholy yeah. all the time, all <laughs> yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that there are some people that are just generally focused on the, what I always say, the short end of the stick. You know, it's, I think it comes from a lot of different things. I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think they actually understand that it's a decision. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people assume that their lot in life is what it is. Mm. But I don't that's, think that's true at all. I think it is a choice. Yeah. So if you're going to choose to be happier, mm -hmm. like what are things you can do about that? Well, I, I think. I think before we even go to talking about what to do to be happier, I think we mm -hmm. have to be able to really understand how we are. Mm. You know, what does it feel like? What does it feel like to be happy? What does it feel like 
if you're lacking happiness, mm -hmm. like at your core, not just what you're thinking about, but how does it feel? Yeah. Because I think we get used to, and I always say that our core, you know, we, we have a sort of a setting that we're used to being in, right? And I think that that setting has to do with what we're doing, how we feel, what we're saying, how we're acting, mm. all of those things. And people numb themselves out to that. You know, it's kind of like the operating system of a, of a computer. You don't like, focus on that. You just focus they on They numb themselves out to like the the default way that they are. Yeah, yeah. There's the word. That's right? a perfect word, default. Like, it's just like, this is how I am. And this, yeah. you know, they don't even really recognize. They're not recognizing or having the self-awareness about how they actually are currently feeling. Right. Yeah. Which doesn't really allow them to choose to feel a different way. Right. That's what you're saying. Right. So here we are back to self-awareness. I mean, part of it, I think most of it is at the beginning anyway, having a real true recognition of what your default is. What's your default mm -hmm. setting? For example, if, um, if somebody cuts you off in a parking lot when you're getting a spot, okay, mm -hmm. um, what's your default setting of awareness and response? Mm. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't mean... mine's like meh. Um, <laughs> they must be in a my, hurry. Yeah, but see, there. My that... wife takes that as you know, like, <laughs> oh, now it's on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's. Like, but yes, if somebody people take that in different ways. <laughs> yeah, if somebody, so you go into the into you go into Target, <laughs> you buy your, you're ready to get in line to buy your stuff. Somebody has a cart full. You have three things in your hand. <laughs> And they say, oh, you only have three things. Why don't you go first? What's your default setting response? Yeah, well, that would be nice. Some people I think that. I appreciate that. Some people yeah. think, well, you should let me do that. You should do that. I've only got three mm. things. Oh, like an entitlement. Well, not. E I mean, I'm not even oh. labeling. I'm just saying this is how we do things. This is how we are. We unintentionally have all of these reactions and responses that are can be easily labeled as happy, unhappy. You know? I see. Yeah. So this is the point. Like, so even if you have a more optimistic demeanor and you are working towards trying to be more happy, it mm -hmm. is still a choice. It's mm -hmm. still a choice in the moment, right? Yeah. The interesting thing with this, like being aware, it's like sometimes you, you, you really don't even know, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how it is to walk on the moon with less gravity because I live here on Earth and all I know is Earth gravity. Yeah, it's never going right? to get better. It's always going <laughs> to be gravity. What are you saying? <laughs> right. So how do we get like, how do we get that objectivity about our default yeah. ways of like responding and seeing the world? I think I think it's literally in the moment noticing. You know, we had my coach on a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um and Susan was her name. And uh, she has very much. It still is her name. It still is her name. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, but Susan, Susan, over the years, has very much focused on this idea of, you know, just noticing, checking in with yourself where, you know, like, how do you feel good? How mm -hmm. do you feel good? And what makes you happy? And um, and then some other learnings, you know, that I've done over the years, it's that whole whatever the topic is. There's two topics to every topic. There's the absence of it and there's the having of it, mm. right? 
Mm-hmm. And you could even say happiness is one of those topics. Like if you picture happiness as a stick on one end is the absence of it. On the other yep. end is the having of it. And mm. this is a long drawn out answer to your very quick question. But the, the thing is, is what part do you focus on? What part of the stick do you focus on with all mm-hmm. of the topics, even happiness? So the first thing is like, if happiness is, um, if something, if, if in our conversation, someone's listening to our podcast right now and they say, yeah, this is an interesting, this is an interesting topic. I would, I would like to, I am not very happy a lot of the times. I would like to be more happy. Then the first thing is, is as you think about the topic, how does it feel to mm. think about it? How do you feel? Do you judge yourself? Do you say, I don't have enough happiness? Um, happiness only happens to me when something happens outside of me. I don't know how to make myself happy. Okay, so you're focusing on the short end of that stick. Mm-hmm. You're focusing on the absence of happiness, will, which will not bring you more. But if you focus more on the, on the, on the other end of the stick, that's where, that's where all of it is, right? That's where it is. I do feel happy sometimes. And you kind of milk that. Like, in other words, you, I always say you kind of do a rampage of that. Like you, you really mm. work to, you know what? I am happy. And I love how that feels when I'm happy. Oh my gosh. I remember this one time when that happened and I was so happy and I was happy for so long afterwards. It felt so good to feel like that. I want to do that more. So it's making yeah, decisions so, in the moment. Yeah. So starting, we actually, we must've talked about this in like a lesson or something hmm. like like, I was like, we haven't talked about this in a while. When yeah. did we talk about this yeah. last? Um, but this idea that, okay, this is a start with awareness. Yeah. To to get there, you actually have to give yourself some time yeah. to think about it. Mm-hmm. And the best time to think about it is in the moment. The problem is, yeah. in the moment, it's hard to remember to take that little bit of time. Yeah, because there's all these other things coming at us that we're reacting yeah, to. Yeah, because you might be like simultaneously kind of getting triggered by something totally yeah um and that's just kind of hijacking yeah your thought processes and your emotions so um yeah i think we must have talked about like having like sometimes like a physical thing mm-hmm. to help remind you yeah to like yeah um that was in our triggers that lesson moment. that was in our yeah, triggers like, lesson like a bracelet or mm-hmm. like a, like a mm-hmm. coin in your pocket mm-hmm. or like just some some physical thing that can help bring you back to and remind you that yeah. you should stop and just think about how you're feeling. Um, by the way, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on our podcast, but on our website, theselfawarenessjourney.com, we have an entire set of lessons that help people go through the self-awareness journey. And it's it's my coaching model that I developed over the course of time. And then you and I created a way for people to use it whether they're in coaching or not. So it's sort of like a, a, a self, self-guided coaching. So yep. If anybody's ever interested in checking that out, I think that what you're talking about right now, JJ, is in that triggers lesson. And it's the, also the lesson directly following that. Um, yeah. and, and it does, it is like recognizing our feelings and giving ourselves a moment to check in with what those things are so that we can then appropriately decide um, and to have more awareness about what those things are. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I think it's, we use, situational discussions like this to talk about feelings and we oftentimes use work situations right or Mm -hmm. or we talk about stuff but this kind of thing is really core basic stuff that goes way back to when you were a kid you know and in your family dynamic what was your family's relationship with happiness you know did they Mm. did they focus on that did they choose 
optimistic experiences for your family, for your kids, for your siblings that would help you to learn on your own how to hmm. self-soothe if you were sad, how to make yourself happy if you weren't. Um, and Or were they kind of numbed out because what their parents taught them was what they were teaching their kids and so on and so on. So it really does yep. begin really early on in being able to choose happiness and to improve that skill as an adult. Yeah, and some of those early uh, experiences which, which create some of the default wiring Right. In your brain. Right. You can work on now. Right. Like they don't have to be permanent. Right. There's the whole mm -hmm. idea of neuroplasticity. Right. Which means that that um, like happiness isn't like a set point. It's not like a set thing when you were born. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You can move it. Yeah. Like you can change it. Yeah. And and so back to your original question that you asked a long time ago, it sounded like I was <laughs> blowing you off. I was it. Um. I, I love this idea of how can you teach yourself the skill of being happier. Mm -hmm. And honestly, there's so many things that you can do. First of all, there's a lot of books that you can read about it. There's one book that's called The Happiness Project. Mm -hmm. um, that's a really fun book to read. Uh, I don't remember the author of who that is. Um, but there's also certain key emotions that will elicit happiness. Gratitude is one. So there are yep. lots of things, lots of books that you can read. Um, on gratitude, there's a gratitude journal at, you know, that's one of the exercises that a lot of people will offer as a, as a suggestion. And that is like every night you have a, a notebook and you, before you go to bed every single night, you write three to five things that you're grateful for mm -hmm. in the day. And it just resets your night and it resets you in the morning, being able to start with a clean slate and to start focusing on the more positive things in your life that do bring you happiness and joy. So I think being able to do that would be something. I really like this idea, too, of taking your own inventory. You know, how do mm. you spend your time? What, is, what are the stories that you're telling yourself when you're alone? You know, because we're so in our heads all the time and we don't realize that we are. And we can be telling ourselves stories. You're just washing the dishes or you're walking to your car from the parking ramp. What stories are you telling yourself? Often we're replaying something that happened because we're upset with what happened. It's not often that we're saying, oh my gosh, I feel so good right now. This is awesome. I'm, you know, it's not often that we do that. I think we spend more time in our heads telling yeah. ourselves stories we don't like. Yeah. Isn't, the, isn't that interesting how like as humans, we, we tend to focus on the negative more than the positive. That's and, true. And you say that all the time, like give, give po the positive equal, equal time, equal time. Exactly. Yeah. At a minimum, and, at a minimum. Yeah. Right. Time. And we should probably give it way more time because, because in, like you said, in my experience, it's so easy for your brain to wander mm -hmm. into like all this negative thinking mm -hmm. for no apparent reason. I know it's, it's habit. It's a habit. It's a habitual way of thinking that we justify is okay because it's keeping us safe or it's making us better and that's all excuse the language bullshit yeah it just is that's all stuff yep. that we tell ourselves because it's it's easier to be habitual and be like a little robot versus well stopping in the moment and going wait yeah. a minute what is this all about you know yeah and our your our logical brain or mm -hmm. or what we like to consider our you know, more advanced, you know, brain that can solve problems and, mm -hmm. 
and and think into the future and and do all all those things that yeah that have allowed us to to you know innovate and yeah and live in this environment that we do now right has a sharp side to it because mm-hmm. that's um, a good way to say it. its job is to find problems mm-hmm. like you like you said and keep us safe and mm-hmm. and and figure out oh you know what if what if what if what if mm-hmm. but that doesn't that doesn't lead to happiness no so your brain on overdrive isn't serving you no no but right? boy oh boy and we all sure those, tell ourselves that it is oh yeah and all those fear things that it comes up with are most of the time are pretty much ridiculous right if if you really sit down and, right. and think through them when we were There's scenarios that would like never happen or right you know they're just so extreme that it doesn't make a lot of sense right yeah, we do convince ourselves that that kind of, that our thinking is we spend a lot of time. <laughs> we said this in the lessons too. We spend a lot of time making ourselves feel bad by the things we're thinking. We mm-hmm. ourselves make ourselves feel bad by thinking the thoughts that we're thinking. And then yeah. rather than owning that and saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to focus on the other parts. What we do is we justify it. Well, the reason is you know, yeah. all these things. It's almost like a down, downward spiral, yes. right? It's a like corkscrew. You, you have negative thoughts and you feel bad about your negative thoughts and you feel bad about feeling bad and then you're just all around feeling bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you can do the same thing. You can corkscrew up too. So mm-hmm. so that that is that is something to really focus on. So like, as we say, in the moment. So again, we've offered a couple of different ideas, but some of the other stuff that I would say is there's also this idea of, in the moment stuff. Like how can you start to change the paradigm of your own thinking into more of a happy place? Um, mm-hmm. And it is really truly getting out of your head. Your head doesn't mm-hmm. hold happiness. Your heart and soul holds happiness. Mm. Your feelings are happy. Your brain um, is a tool. It's not the master of you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so in the moment, Again, like if you find yourself in this kind of downward spiral, spiral, or you're feeling yucky, you can't stop right there, and you can say, "Oh, what time?" Okay, so I've just spent the last two and a half minutes on this negative rampage. Mm. I'm going to give the positive equal time. So for the next, I'm going to I'm going to watch on my clock for the next, or on my on my watch on the next for the next two minutes. I'm going to do the exact opposite. I'm going to find yeah. all the things in this exact same scenario that are good. Yeah. And that that's a really interesting exercise to do too. Yeah, even even now that you just explained it again in in that way. Yeah. I thought, well, spending 2 minutes on the positive <laughs> side, that's not, that's like how about even spending 2 seconds? Oh. Like yeah. no one would no one would stop and spend 2 whole minutes yeah. on the positive side of a negative corkscrew like you said. But we spend 30 minutes no problem. Focusing oh, yeah. on the things right. that we don't like. Mm-hmm. So look at that's isn't that interesting? It's a habit. Yeah. It's a habit. It's a habit. Yep. I just can't explain that enough. And it affects so many things. So here's the really kind of fun thing about the happy skill. What mm-hmm. I think is super fun about it is the more that you do it, the easier it gets. It's just like mm-hmm. learning to play tennis, learning to fly an airplane, you yeah. know, le- running, like preparing for a 10K. It's yeah. the exact same thing. And physically, we have no problem creating these kinds of goals for ourselves. And I think being happy is at the core root of absolutely everything. What a great goal to have. 
you know. Everything would be easier if yeah. you're just a little bit happier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I generally find that I am a happy person. I've worked on that. Mm-hmm. I, I My natural setting, I think, is a more happy person anyway. So, however, it's something that I've really wanted to be more and more intentional about. And I spend, I would say, 95% of my time at a at a spot that is pretty good, you know, where I feel it's mm. pretty happy. And I'll tell you something, the 5% of time where I don't feel happy, everyone around me notices, mm. right? Everybody notice my energy is different or they mm-hmm. all like, oh, you know, there's something really wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that has been because I've been cultivating that and it's important to me. You know, mm. it's, it's, it allows, I think when you're, when you really focus on that piece, it allows you to get a lot of stuff done in a really easy mm-hmm. way. It just becomes yeah. easier to interact with people, even people that are challenging people. It's easier when you're more generally happy. Yeah, everything becomes smoother, yeah. less personal, less triggering. Exactly. Right. Your emotions are just more even all the time. Yeah. Right. You talk about like those waves of emotions. Yeah. And I'd find when I'm in a happier mood, mm-hmm. those waves are not nearly as big. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy to choose that. So I'm not, I'm not trying to be Pollyanna, right? It's like, sometimes it's not easy to choose that. Sometimes you're tired or you don't feel good, you know, or, or there's just been a number of things that have happened in a row that make you just worn down and sad. And so we're not talking about pretending that those things don't exist. You know, we're merely talking about making choices when you are when you are consciously aware and building that conscious awareness so that you can make the choices more often that's really mm-hmm. what we're talking about for the naysayers right now that are going this is a you can't do that this is dumb <laughs> <laughs> well there's some very simple things that yeah that everyone can try yeah and, what do you do um that's a good question <laughs> well there's a couple of different things like um, I was just trying to think of like, like an example where there's something that maybe like I don't want to do. Yeah. Right. Which makes, which, yeah. which brings me into this kind of like Listen, negative right. thinking cycle. Like, like I don't like, uh, I don't really like having to go do the dishes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Especially after the kids have been in there like <laughs> yeah. cooking. Right. Quotes cooking. <laughs> um, but like, I'll just do some simple things like. Like, just remember that, like, the warm water mm. is pleasant, mm. mm-hmm. right? Like, I won't focus on, like, how um, no one emptied their cereal bowl and there's stuck cereal on everything <laughs> and I'll need a jackhammer to get it off, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would lose it over that. I'm with you here. I'm with you here. Hey, don't you feel but happy I, that I will you're not think, alone? Like, okay. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, I just get in there. Like, I like the water, the warm water, and we'll just get, like, one little step at a time. Got right? it. Yeah. So you choose something um, in the moment that's... I choose something that I know that is pleasant yeah. versus, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Un- the, the negative, like, the, the unpleasant thing I have to do. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I always try to really uh, break things down into, like, the very smallest first step. Oh, yeah. You do do that. I try to not think mm-hmm. about yeah. the future stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, uh, anxiety, like anxiety is like my number one happiness killer. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't like to think about the yeah. future what ifs. Yeah. I just like to think that. What is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the first thing I need to do? And I'm, and I just think like, you know, what? I'm, I don't know, smart enough and capable enough and resource enough to figure out whatever's going to happen in the future. Yep. Because I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. 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 Um, and when I work on things like at work, I'll, I'll do that approach with people and sometimes they'll, they'll really struggle with it. Mm. Like, well, yeah, but what about all this future stuff? I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure that out later. Yep. Like, well, let's just do yep. the very first thing. Yeah. So that's great. Um, and then my other, my other kind of tactical tip is like, we were talking about driving. <laughs> you know, if someone cuts me off in traffic, I always think like, oh, that, that poor person is probably like rushing to the hospital or yeah. there's I do that like some too. extreme, yeah, like yeah. they have some, you know, like extreme digestive <laughs> distress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. That right. Is but just, hilarious. you know, the idea that like, yeah. Yeah, they let's just give them some give them some let's grace. Make up a, I, sometimes I just make up a story about some extreme situation <laughs> that so they're funny. in. That's so cute because uh, that's fun for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it just it it de escalates that emotion. Yeah. Especially if you can get silly with it. So you didn't even do so. I had a woman like cut me, she cut in front of my car to get a parking spot. And I wasn't even mm. in line to get a parking spot, I was just driving by. So mm -hmm. you did not do what I did, which is I stopped my car. She literally almost caused us to, I almost T-boned her because she cut mm. in front of my car to get a parking spot. And I rolled my window down and I waited for her to get out of the car. <laughs> this is not what people should do. This, okay. this is not what people should do. But I want to tell <laughs> this you. This is the <laughs> anti-example. Exactly what you just said. So this did not cause me happiness. <laughs> but I rolled my window down and the woman got out. She goes, what? And I said, you almost made me hit you. She goes, I was here first. And I said, what? I didn't want the spot. I wasn't <laughs> waiting for the spot. And she said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah, she's sorry because she got yeah. the spot. But <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm a little with Amber on this piece, but you're right. Like those choices do not make you feel good. They make you in the moment feel kind of amped up and then it takes a while to bring your energy back down. Yeah, to and good. sometimes... You like ruminate on it for the whole day. Yeah, or tell stories to it's, people weeks after the event. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and to, the other thing is I, I always try to catch myself ruminating on things. Yeah, me too. That's mm -hmm. that's also my one of my like happiness killers. If I spend too much time like thinking about, oh, yeah. I should have done this, yeah. I should have done that. Yeah. It just brings me down. Totally. Yeah. Um, yep. So yep. again, it's it. It's back to that. Just be, try to be in the moment as much as you yeah. can. Yeah. So what? Instead of focusing on what if, what you focus on what is. Yeah. Great advice. Hopefully, yep. hopefully we've given people a few different ideas to try today. This has been a good conversation. Yeah. This was fun. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers. <laughs>